Blog Talk Radio. Track and field, didn't she? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I don't know if that was it wasn't a championship, but I I do remember seeing that over last weekend. It'll come back to Papa. You know he's getting older now, so yeah. All right, all right. Well, let's get into it. All right. Uh, What do we have on the rundown tonight, Kevin? Okay, Uh, hot topics, which is sizzling hot. Because you're, you're freaking, you know who, 45 is acting a fool. Um, federal officials took woman's daughter while she fed her. Mm. The world's two biggest um, economies are now at war um, over trade. And Trump's ex-campaign manager is jailed. Yay. Also, uh, okay, <laughs> uh, hit it and quitted headlines, Bombay Sapphire Gin Recall. What? Oh, no. I should have been drinking that tonight. Um, Apple signs Oprah to multi-year program deal. AT and T completes um, a question of uh, Time Warner, and uh, woman sues NASA to maintain ownership of moon dust. Okay, uh, Elon Musk boring a company to build high-speed Chicago air- airport link. Wow, and judge won't give Texas woman new trial for voting illegally. Also was popping with Papa Didi. He got a surprise for us tonight. Our weird news, dead cockroaches used to protest palm trees. Okay. Woman gets a hitch stuck in exhaust pipe. And fireball whiskey covers interstate after big rig crashes in Arkansas. (laughs) Should have been on that interstate. Mm. Um, I'm just saying with red wine, it's uh, the same old song. Living for the City with Papa Didi, never surprised. My Hollywood rapper, I'm going to talk about Roseanne Barr, Kim Kardashian West. Oh, she got to put the West on the end now, huh? Uh, Alice Johnson, Sylvester Stallone, and Rebel Wilson. Also, our cocktail of the week is Fire in the Sky, number two. Okay, why not number three? Okay. Um, number one. I know. Our, our kiss it list and the last word. Sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be right back with the Hot Topics. Hi, this is Papa Didi. You haven't heard of the Pajama Party. You're missing out. We got Hot Topics, Hidden Quitter Headlines, What's Poppin' With Me, Weird News, I'm Just Saying with Red Wine, Living for the City Again with Me, The Hollywood Rapper with Kettle, The Cocktail of the Week, the world's family kiss at this, and of course, the last word. We serve up each week on the Pajama Party Show, and nobody does it like us. You can call us each week live on Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time at 914-803-4306, or listen at www.apajamaparty.com, and also follow us on Twitter at apajamaparty. Welcome back to a John Party. One of those pop Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Here's Bonsoir. My mouth is full as usual. <laughs> All right. Well, you you, you keep chopping. I I go with the first one, dog. Okay. Hot topics. What you got, Kettle? Uh, federal officials took this lady's baby while she was breastfeeding. That's insane. Oh boy. In McAllen, Texas, the um, undocumented immigrant from Honduras. Sobbed as she told an attorney 
how federal authorities took her daughter while she breastfed the child in a detention center, Mm -hmm. where she was awaiting prosecution for entering the country illegally. When the woman resisted, she was handcuffed. Uh, The attorney, Natalie uh, Cornelio, the attorney with the uh, Texas Civil Rights Project, recalled from her interview with the woman, who had been detained under the Trump administration's zero-tolerance policy to refer anyone caught crossing the border illegally for federal prosecution. Come on, y'all. That is so It, It should be deemed unconstitutional. I'm sorry. So since the policy has gone into effect since um, this past May, some 500 children, 500 now, children have been separated from their parents within the last month. That's crazy. Some parents who are under arrest tell public defenders uh, they do not know what happened to their children. Some parents also claim they have been told their children are being taken to be bathed or cleaned up. Then the adults don't see the kids again. It's crazy. It sounds like almost a holocaust. It's it's crazy. Inside the crowded federal courtroom, another undocumented Honduran immigrant stood in shackles Tuesday and pleaded with a judge preparing to sentence him for illegally entering the United States. Authorities had had separated um, Oman Rodriguez Avila from his 8-year-old daughter when they caught him and other immigrants crossing the border a day earlier. He tells the judge, he said, I would ask that you give me a short sentence because my daughter is here. And he told this judge in um, Spanish with a translator. The federal judge sentenced uh, Rodriguez Avila to 15 days in jail because he was previously convicted for the same misdemeanor offense in 2012. So, so when they put when they put the parents in jail, who's who's looking out for the children? Nobody. And this kid is eight years old. They just go with other kids, you know. This just this doesn't make any sense. That's what I'm saying. That's why it should be deemed unconstitutional to me. You know, because a child is supposed to be with the parent until they're a certain age, right? That's they're responsible for them. So now, who is responsible? So the government is taking responsibility of these children? The government can't take care of itself. <laughs> it surely can't take care of other people's children. That's what I'm saying. At least have one one of the parents. Even if you, you know, I don't want to be sound um, discriminatory, but even if you have the mother stay with the child and the father, okay, you jail the father. But that that child needs one of those parents, or it could be vice versa, it doesn't matter. But that child needs one of those parents. But you know what? That's a good point because I I can't think of the name. I know her name begins with a G. One of the housewives of New Jersey, Mm -hmm. and her husband's name is Joe. Right, right. Uh, Teresa something and Joe. Right. When they got busted for whatever it was that they got busted for. Right. Both of them were supposed to go to jail, Correct. but they were allowed mm-hmm. to go to jail one at a time so that one of them could stay with their children. Yep, I remember that, yep, because it was three daughters. Yeah. And um, they did, I don't know, a year or something. Each. Yeah, however they did yeah. it, mm-hmm. they let one parent stay home with the kids mm-hmm. while the other one served their time, mm-hmm. and then when that one finished their sentence, they came home and the other one went to jail. Right. So I'm just saying, if you can do it, yeah. But these Italians up there in Jersey, why can't they do something similar? Because of your forty five your forty fifth president. He's just a jerk. <sighs> Come on, Papa, I know you want to weigh in on this. Come on now. Uh uh-uh. uh. Mm. 
Well, I just think it's going it's going to get bloody. Really? People's yeah. kids, man, you know, is is it's pretty heavy. Yeah, you don't you don't and you get, you're actually developing a whole nother level of uh, terrorism. Ooh. You know, these people are going to do what they what they they're going to do what they got to do in mm-hmm. order to get their kids back. Right. And I know I would. It's I didn't think be about very that. Very interesting. They didn't they didn't forget when you take somebody's kids and you see this whoever this group is Trump made sure he did this in an area where these people got tons and tons of loyalty to him. And he reported to him daily what's happening there and all that jazz. And they got the kids contained in certain areas. I'm sure there's some organization involved in it. Don't get me wrong. I don't think it's barbaric, you know, because it can't be. He don't want to go out like that. Mm-hmm. But the kids are, there's some organization going on with that. But the sad part about it is this time goes by. A day from a parent with a child is almost like a lifetime. Mm-hmm. If you think you can wait for two, three weeks or whatever, after a while, a lot of a lot of narrow-minded, now I say narrow-minded, I won't, I won't, that's a bad choice of words, but a lot of kids maybe that may not be that strong will eventually forget about their parents. Well, because you of know? them being young, they don't understand the legalities of what's going on. Right, that's what I'm saying. All they know they, they is may, that mommy and daddy were here, right, but after and now a while, mommy and daddy have been taken away. Yeah, but but here, here's the flip side of it. You know, both these people, they all these people, they, they eat out of both sides of their damn mouth, you know. Now, you you could have amongst a mix of them, just like every every gathering of people has... The bullshit mixed in in some respect. You know, you have a gathering of kids, you got some old pedophile hanging around somewhere. Now, if you got the gathering of children from this particular program, you can have a woman volunteer that needs a, that wants a child bad as hell on the same level of the pedophile thing. You know what I mean? She can't have children. You know what I mean? So she know that eventually all that shaking up and cutting up, a couple of them kids going to fall through the cracks. And there's going to be a little baby there available that she can grab and take over or take home, whether she do it illegal or steal it. You know, because it's just not, we need that organized. Hmm. Whatever they're trying to do, hell, they they still they still got trailers in the, in the, damn, in the mud in New Orleans from Katrina. Hmm. So what the hell do you think they're going to do with children when they can't even control anything they got to do with business from that long ago? Katrina's still tripping. Puerto Rico is still tripping. Yeah. So how the hell are you trying to take on all these tasks that have to do with emotions? And now you got Guatemala that's tripping. Yeah, because I mean, of all just, of the um, well, volcanoes that erupted and stuff in Guatemala. I think, I so think you that, got a whole another situation going on there. I don't even know if the United States is offering them any. Well, I just think that Trump needs to start worrying about some real stuff and real everyday things got to do with the life and liberty of people, and start worrying about all this stuff about football players kneeling. And everything that goes on with every little thing that goes on, this man got to open his mouth. I'm like, bruh, you doing all this talking. And, and I, I heard lately over there at the Trump Hotel on Pennsylvania Avenue, mm-hmm. oh, my God, that place is making mad money. Mm-hmm. People yeah, in there living, people, they, it's some high rollers up in there. Yeah. And the security is so deep that you don't even get in there unless you roll in the dough, unless you got the whole connection thing and Everything else, you yeah. know. But allegedly, he's not profiting from it. Yeah, but all that when I said all that stuff concerned that all that comes around a full circle. Right. You can't sit back and take people's kids and act like your house ain't clean. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gonna come back at you. You know. 
Yeah, like I said, what, hopefully some court will say it's unconstitutional. You know, somebody has to call them on the carpet on it. I just hope n- nothing happens to these kids while they're being detained. You know, while no. they, you know. I don't think those kids are in any danger. I think that they're they're. No, nah, I disagree. I think no, they are. They're not torturing them kids. No, no I don't mean torture. No, I'm but, just saying when you start detaining people's children, mm-hmm. and you've got all these kids. I mean, 500 kids in one month. And that's not all that's there. And you're trying to keep them in this one facility where you really don't have the the resources to have all these kids there. These kids are not being educated. Yeah, they're showing it. They're showing on TV. Yeah, I mean, they're basically just holding them in a building that used to be a Walmart. Now, are these, the people that are holding these people, do these people wear uniforms? No, I don't is know. Is this a thing like a TSA or a no, just a border language. control or where where do they represent? What part of government do they come from? That's I a mean, good question. Is, what, I don't know. We got to find what department controls well, the that. The border department. patrol is the ones who detain right. them and and put them I there. I think border control probably oh. falls under Homeland Security. Okay, it well, probably so, is all under cases, Homeland Security. That's their jurisdiction. Right. you got to find out where the, you know. But what I'm saying is that whatever the age is, for the kids that are of school age, that means they're not in school. Right. So they're lacking the time that they should be getting an education. Mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of nutritional situation they got going on. Right. And any time you're going to take a child from a parent under the lie that we're going to take them to bathe them, that tells me that you don't have proper facilities for the parents to do this for themselves. So to me, this situation is messed up all the way they around. They don't want to. A lot of people, you know, the sad part about it with, with people, when it came to the Katrina people, the Katrina people were just flooded. You know, you lost your house, the house was flooded, you had to go to a higher ground, you're hanging out the second floor windows. And you haven't bathed or showered or nothing. And you got that look of, like, destitute on you. But some people that are so prone already to think that black folks ain't nothing but ragamuffins any damn way. But listen to what I'm saying. I'm saying that if I'm a parent and I know that me and my child haven't been washed for two to three to five days. But that's the point I'm making. Well, let me finish my point. I'm saying if I know that my child... Not even focusing on me. If my child hasn't been washed in three or four days and somebody says, well, let me take them to be bathed, as a parent, I'm going to say, well, where is that facility? I'll do it. I'm not going to relinquish my child to some stranger to take my child's clothes off and touch their body like that. I'm not going to do it. Well, you know. I'm not. I'm just saying, as a parent, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to say, show me where the shower is, point me in that direction, and I will happily do that. Yeah, but see, the, the, the same That's thing all I'm with saying. the Holocaust as well as uh, apartheid in, um, you know, um, South Africa. Once you get people mentally, it's not much you can do. You know, they, they get the people mentally first. Because, first of all, they're scared to death of ICE, immigration people. You know, that's their biggest, that's their biggest uh, fear. You know, even people own businesses now. As soon as somebody say ICE is going to come in and yada, 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 people start, they, they start freaking, you know. So, mm-hmm. sure, interesting. Okay, well, if you well, guys got any, uh, I'm sorry, I was just going to say that goes back to what you said about uh, relating it to the Holocaust. Because mm-hmm. this, to me, sounds like a variation of a concentration camp. Sure, it is. Yeah, but, but it's, you I don't know, think it's, that people are going to be getting dying and anything like that. You can't let that happen. 
Well, we'll and see. of course, of a whole different color, and Trump knows that. Well, well, he but it's a sad situation that the parents of these kids are going to start. I think the unification of angry parents is going to be deep within itself. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's something you got to stand by for. Yeah, we'll wait and see. Well, if you guys got any questions or comments, here's up tonight, 914-803-4306. And press 1. Press 1 to get in the queue. All right. Well, I want to talk about this next story. Now we're getting ready to face a trade war, thanks to your boy, 45, at it again. Now he's got China pissed off at us because he's starting to put tariffs on China. But I knew this was going to be a problem because when he got in bed with Kim Jong-un, you know, yeah. you you can't, as the saying goes, you can't serve two masters. Mm-hmm. You either love one and hate the other or vice versa. Mm-hmm. That's how it is. Mm-hmm. So once he started kissing Kim Jong-un's behind, <laughs> China and South Korea were like, okay, so what's up? Well, what about us? Mm-hmm. So now he's decided that he wants to start slapping tariffs on China, and China is basically saying, you do that, well, we will clap back. And don't think we can't, because we will, and we are not scared of you. So, of course, that's having an effect on the stock market. You know, as soon as tariffs start flying, stock market starts dropping, All of everybody's money starts getting messed up, all because he decided he wanted to put a 25% tariff on $50 billion with a B dollars worth of Chinese goods. Mm. Now, why he's going after them so hard? I don't know. He didn't want a piece of the pie. That's what it sounded like to me. Yeah. See, there was a truce that was announced back in May, but as you can see, now it's June, truce is off. Mm -hmm. Now he's decided to go after China like this. So, Mm -hmm. you know, China's saying the United States keeps on changing their mind, et cetera. So So, there's nothing written on paper? He didn't sign anything? I don't know. I don't know if he signed anything with Kim Jong Un. He came back. Yeah, he did talking about they they had an, a deal, mm-hmm. and I believe there was something signed. But mm-hmm. I have yet to hear anybody explain mm-hmm. what were the contents of this so-called deal. <laughs> Does anybody know what the deal was? Mm-hmm. No. Nope, All I know is he said he was going to stop with the war games that were with uh, who was it? South Korea mm-hmm. or China? One of them. I thought it was something with some nuclear stuff. They were going to stop testing or something like that. Well, they said they were going to do that. But, right. I mean, to me, talk is cheap. I did. But I'm saying that's what he might have signed. He signed t- two of those books. That's all I know. Yeah, I mean, but I can say I'm going to stop eating chocolate, but that doesn't stop me from going to buy some tomorrow. Well, you got to sign something so you can't eat the chocolate. So, <laughs> so what if I tell you tomorrow, go buy me some tomorrow and just slide it to me? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just saying, you know, people say one thing and do another. Right, that's true. But that's what he signed those papers for, to stop well, whatever they're supposed to be doing. So these, um, now China's saying that they're going to retaliate mm-hmm. and roll it out in two ways, two mm-hmm. different waves, uh, starting on the same day that the tariffs hit them. Mm-hmm. So they're basically saying it's going to be a tip for tap. Oh, wow. You hit us, we're going to hit you right back in the equal amount. Wow. So they're saying that they're going to start imposing tariffs on 545 United States items that are worth $34 billion, and mm-hmm. that includes agricultural products, cars, and seafood starting mm-hmm. on July 6th. You know what that means. And crabs. Yep. Everything. Toyotas. Yep. Crabs going to be a, a, a outrageous. Excuse me, I just um, I don't mean to cut you, but I overheard a conversation 
the girl was just talking simple, some crap. Uh huh. She said, "I'm not, I'm not going to the dag on DC because them damn crabs are too high. <laughs> I'm going out here in Merlin where I live and get my damn crabs." I said, "Okay." All right, now that was interesting. <laughs> Well, the U.S. is targeting 800 Chinese imports that are worth $34 billion, mm. and that's supposed to start in July, July 6th. So we'll just have to keep an eye on it, you know. It says the Dow fell, the Dow Jones Index fell 200 points today after these tariffs were announced. Mm-hmm. And that's never a good thing. Eww. So right. thanks, Mr. Trump. <laughs> Believe, believe, believe. Mm. Need Fred Sanford to get him, mm. you big dummy. Oh, wow. Anyway, moving on. Uh-oh. What else is happening, Papa Didi? Okay, we got the ex-Trump's uh, campaign manager, the guy, Paul Manifer, who came out with all the rest of the guys that are gone now. I think he's the last of that original, that original take there. Uh-huh. Ex-campaign uh, manager, Paul Manafort, he was jailed after uh, a new Mueller indictment. So Paul Manafort, who's President Donald Trump's former campaign manager, was sent to jail by a federal judge on uh, on Friday. Yay. Today, after being arraigned on a new a new charge of uh, witness tampering, money laundering, this man done everything. <laughs> Him and a few other people, but they really haven't got any real jail time. Uh, sure. The judge uh, emphasized to Manafort how uh, that she could not. Uh, make enough rulings to keep him from speaking improperly with witnesses after he had used multiple text messages, apps, and called a uh, potential witness what? On, on the Italian cell phone. What? She said, this is not middle school. I can't take his cell phone. She said of Manafort, I thought about this long and hard. Mm-hmm. Mr. Manafort, I have an appetite for this. And um, Manafort also ended a not guilty plea to two additional charges levying against him last week for witness tampering, conspiracy, money laundering, obstruction justice. In total, Manafort faces seven criminal charges in U.S. D.C. federal court. Good grief! So three S U three U.S. marshals led Manafort out of his condominium into a prison holding area. I mean, out of his uh, out of the courtroom. Sorry, into a. Uh, prison holding area immediately after the judge's ruling. He was not placed in handcuffs before he disappeared through the doors. He turned toward his wife and support and gave a uh, a selling wave. His wife is the one that's shown walking across the street with him as you get the little tight skirt on and her hair. (laughs) She has a receding hairline. Yeah, his wife. Oh, uh, Oh, bless her heart. Yeah, she's, well, you know, she's Trying to walk tall, but you know. So minutes later, Marshall turned to give to give his wife Kathleen, still standing in the courtroom front row. She gave Manifer's wallet, belt, and the burgundy tie that he wore a variety. I guess you can't. What about the shoelaces? You take his shoelaces out. Mm. Anyway, when Manifer was first arraigned on on uh, and pleaded not guilty in October, a magistrate uh, judge set a ten million dollar bill price and placed him under house arrest. All right. Ten Conf- million? Ten million, yeah. Ten million dollar bill. Confiscating his passport Manifort then attempted to find assets of his own and through real estate and family members' accounts. In December the judge signed off on his plan provided he could provide the correct documentation 
didn't come through according to the court filings. So prosecutors have uh, argued all along the jet-setting policy consultants with the significant flight risk, uh, taking them in account of the money he has and much money he got during the case that has not been surrendered. Hmm. Or so they, I'm sure they it know. never will be. So Moe's uh, team alleged they found evidence that Manifold had to try to tell possible witness in his case to lie about their lobbying efforts under him in the U.S. in the in the U.S. and the witness's tampering allegation was also resulted in new criminal charges were enough Friday for him to lose his house arrest privileges and go to jail. Good. Lock him so up. So now he faces another 18 criminal charges for financial fraud, money laundering, uh, false reporting allegations in the Virginia federal court. That case is said to go to trial earlier than the D.C. case. Mm-hmm. But for late July start case, his D.C. trial is set to begin in September, meaning he could spend the next three months in prison. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. He's a flight risk. <laughs> if you can make bail, what was that? Ten million. Wow. If you can make that friends. kind of bail, your flight doesn't cost ten percent. So that'd be what? Uh, ten. Is that a million? A million? million? Yeah, yeah, a million. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say ten hundred thousand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You got your commas. <laughs> yeah. Mm. You can move those commas. So Paul Manafort is in jail. Lock wow. him up. Only because he's had too many charges, too many, too much stuff. They look like a fool to keep letting him go free. It so was, do you think Trump's going to pardon him? I, don't, I really personally don't think Trump is thinking about Manafort right now. Well, he did make a statement earlier today, and he said, and I quote, I feel really bad for him. Mm-hmm. Really? I'm like, that's yeah, your well, boy. He got to let, he gotta let you can't stop the process. You And also, too, you can only pardon someone after something happens to them. Mm-hmm. You don't say stop what you're doing, you're right. pardoned. That don't right. work. You got to let You got the old process, convicted, mm-hmm. go to jail. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not you, you really good, like that Alabama guy. I mean, uh, Arizona sheriff. Remember him? Uh, Arapo or something? Yeah, he, uh, he mm-hmm. pardoned him. You don't hear from him no more. Mm-mm. Ever since he got that pardon, his mouth is shut. He probably water island and said, F all y'all. Yeah. <laughs> he need to duct tape his mouth forever. Mm-mm. All right. Well, if you guys got any questions or comments, what we're talking about, hit us up tonight. 914-803-4306. And press 1. Press 1. And tell a friend. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk about something else, hey, we're game for it. But these are our hot topics for tonight. So we're going to take a little CC. All right. And we're coming back. Talk about that Bombay Sapphire situation. (laughs) Be right back. It's another Friday night at the Pajama Party Show, and we're here with our PJs on because you know we don't allow clothes in here. If you enjoyed the Pajama Party Show, why not invite a friend or tell a neighbor to tune in right now? Go ahead and text them. I'll wait. Tell them to call us right now at 914-803-4306. And if they want to join in on the conversation, tell them to press 1 so that we'll know they have something to say. We'd love to meet your neighbors, friends, and relatives, so send them a text, email them, or call them up and tell them to join us for the Pajama Party live on Blog Talk Radio. The more the merrier. Or is it Misery Loves Company or whichever? Tell them to call us up on 914-803-4306 if they just want to listen or press 1 if you want to join the conversation. 
Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party Show while I try to find out who hid the belt from my robe. I tell you the truth. Y'all know you're so wrong for that. Welcome back to the Pajama Party. When it was Papa D, I'm your kettle. Hello. And red wine. Good slide, darling. All right. Let's get back into the hit it and quit it headlines. Um, I've got the first story tonight about the Bombay Sapphire recall. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah, I mean, this this should have been a hot topic. Yeah, yeah. Serious stuff right mm-hmm. here. Uh, Bombay Sapphire got recalled uh, across Canada after bottles were found to have double the advertised alcohol uh, content. Uh-uh. You trying uh-huh. to look for some Bombay Papa? <laughs> yeah, he found one. We found the. We actually have one of the bottles. Uh uh-uh. Yeah. It's smoking from the top. Uh-uh. I hope that's not. Is that one of them? Because if it is, then that's good. Don't open it. Yeah. Did he actually print the? Uh, well, it's a preserved. Yeah, I don't know if we can tell which one it is. All right, but but what happened? Then? Oh, but anyway, so Canadian authorities uh, recalled gin distributed by Bermuda-based Bacardi. After inspectors found that the alcohol content was nearly twice the level advertised on the bottle, the bottles of Bombay Sapphire Gin were found to have 77% alcohol content, content, despite disposedly being 40%. Uh Well, this one here says 47%. Wow. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I guess maybe in the U.S. it may be a little different because this was in Canada. The color bottle is very beautiful. There's a blue tin on it. Oh, it's a beautiful gem. Yes, it is. Anyway, back to the story. Um, This is the second time in recent months that there's been a liquor recall ordered because of too high of an alcohol content. Really? If you recall, I think we did cover this story back in March. Hundreds of bottles of Georgia Bay vodka had a whopping 81% alcohol. (laughs) They were trying to kill somebody. Yeah. And Ontario's Liquor Control Board was the first to report the latest incident, mm-hmm. asking consumers to please return these bottles due to the high alcohol content. Really? And do you think they returned Come on now. I think they drank it even faster. Yeah, you, you going to give me double the amount back? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Do I get two if I bring this one back? Yeah, uh-uh. Folk will probably like, if this has 77%, mm-hmm. let me go crack it open right yep, go now. Yeah, my mind. Exactly. Up in here. Up in Consumers here. are told that their money would be refunded. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want my money. No. I want that 77%. <laughs> wow. Get my drink. So they, uh, Bacardi says that they believe the affected batch was only sold in Canada. Mm-hmm. So I guess in the U.S. we probably didn't. I'm it. trying to tell you, this story broke, and everybody broke to the front door. Hey, everybody who lived up on that Canada, the uh, uh, U.S. line, mm-hmm. they were probably telling folk in Canada, look, go get me a couple. Yeah. And see if I can luck up and get one. Yep, like on a hot market or something. Uh huh. Wow. So one batch was bottled before the correct uh, dilution was achieved at the 40% level. Mm-hmm. So they're saying no illnesses were associated and uh, uh, everything should be cool. Why so, would they not? They probably passed out something weird. True. So I guess when somebody uh, finally wakes up, okay, <laughs> realizes that they got 
Okay. One that was double potent. I know that's right. Okay. I don't think they're going to take it back. I think they'll just be like, woo, that was a good one. I mean, that could be a good seller. You could just sell that joint on eBay. True. See, never know. But anyway. My question is, unless you're a scientist, how do you prove it? I could take that bottle we have right here on our table mm-hmm. and say this is one. Yeah. The label says something else, but right. that's one that had 77%. You can sell it on eBay. Unless you're going to take it to a lab and have it analyzed. Well, now, how can you tell? Just okay. saying. Okay. All right, let's keep it moving. Apple sounds Oprah Winfrey to multi-year program deal. Oh, Bring it on the bandwagon. Netflix decided. Here it go. Okay. Apple said today... It has signed a multi-year deal with Oprah Winfrey to create original programs. Together, Winfrey and Apple will create original programs that embrace her incomparable, um, incomparable ability to connect with audiences around the world. Apple gave no details of the type of programming that uh, Winfrey would create, um, but the partnership with when uh, Winfrey. Regarded as one of the most influential people in the entertainment business, is the biggest original content deal struck by Apple so far. Mm-hmm. So they competing against Netflix Inc., Amazon, Time Warner Inc., and HBO. Uh, Apple in November ordered two seasons of a dramatic series with Hollywood stars Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston. Oh, really? Really? Oh. Jennifer Aniston? That's what I said. She's a dead I mean, I'm, I'm questioning Reese Witherspoon, but Jennifer Aniston. I can see Reese Witherspoon. She's been out there more prevalent than Yeah, she. that's what I said. I'm not like Reese. All she okay. does is those, um, lotion commercials anyway. Looking at the lives of people working um, on a morning television show. Boring. Mm. Um, this is a remake of Steven Spielberg's 1980s science fiction anthology um, series, Amazing Stories. Okay. I don't even remember that. I don't either. You remember that one, Papa? No. Sounds boring. <laughs> Under the deal, Winfrey will remain chief executive of cable uh, of her channel own, and uh, which she lost launched in 2011. Oh, I didn't realize she partnered with Disney. Okay. Winfrey in December extended her contract with OWN through 2025. Oh, she did. She said, I'm going to continue to get those coins. Mm-hmm. Under her contract with OWN, Winfrey can appear on camera on other platforms on a, a limited basis. Okay. Okay, Miss Oprah. Right, ain't yeah, bad. She's up against some, some stiff competition because now they AT, AD, AT&T is with Time Warner. Oh, yeah. Forget yeah. about it. They got it all. They yeah. got it all. They were going to talk about that in a little bit, too. That finally went through. Mm-hmm. Right. Matter of fact, that's you. Mm-hmm. Come on, so let's tell us what's going on with the AT&T. At AT&T Time Warner situation. Well, how'd I get that story? Ah. You're just lucky that way. <laughs> i got to get somebody with some spandex to fill that hole of money in my damn door. Anyway, <laughs> AT&T completes, uh, ac- uh, what is that called, acquisition? Acquisition to Time Warner. All right, AT&T announced Thursday evening that uh, it has completed the uh, acquisition of Time Time Warner. The announcement came two days after the judge ruled that the deal does not violate antitrust laws. All right, the contents and the creative talent at uh, Warner Brothers, HBO, Turner, are first rate combined with the AT&T strengths 
and DirecTV new acquisitions, uh, customer distribution. And we offer customers a uh, high-quality difference, mobile-first entertainment experience. This is coming from uh, Randall Stevenson, he's chairman and CEO at AT&T. So AT&T is the parent company. Mm-hmm. Tom Warner's just riding the back like the Damn. buggy seat. Yeah, money on top of money. Jeez. All right, said in this statement, we're going to bring a fresh approach to how the media fresh. and entertainment industry works for customers. Mm-hmm. Contents okay. creators, distribution, and advertisement. We will handle it all. Mm-hmm. Tom Warner, his name is uh, Jeff Barrows. Mm-hmm. I think him and Trump probably don't get along because Trump was trying to stop that merge. Is now officially the yeah, former CEO, the former chairman and CEO of the company. He will be a senior advisor during the transition period. Yeah. AT&T said that Burke's uh, direct report, but now he reports to John uh, Stanwick, Stansky, who is the CEO of AT&T Media Business. So he's not even reporting to Randall Stevenson. Who was the man? Uh-oh. Randall Stevenson says, "Look, you you get off on the full floor, the elevator. And report the Don't come up to the ninth floor. We got this. Okay, um, So early Thursday, the Justice Department said in a court filing that it would not ask for a stay to stop the merge, and the companies and the Justice Department together said that they were, that they deal the deal could be closed immediately." On Tuesday, Judge Richard Leon had approved AT&T's $85 billion acquisition of Time Warner, rejecting the government's antitrust objections, as well as Donald Trump's uh, non-popular attitude toward that particular uh, merge. The Justice Department will still appeal the ruling of the case, I bet they will. One day after completing its accusation of Time Warner, AT&T announced a new name for the media company. Mm-hmm. It's going to be called Warner Media. Oh. oh. They get rid of Time oh. and AT&T. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Also so. unrelated. Well, that's the, the Warner side of things. Yeah. Oh, that, but AT&T that's a new company. Yeah, but yeah. AT&T's name ain't going to be included. Right. AT&T, those letters are put in the ground with, with a cement base. But anyway, the new merge company, that's the name. The merge the company, company, yeah, but that's just the company once they get done getting the, right. the little... Uh, but AT&T is still owned. Yeah. Also, uh, unrelated, Comcast had bid $65 billion for most of, 20, uh, for most of uh, 20, 21st, 21st uh, Century Fox, Jeez. trying to outbid Disney at 52 4 Jeez, where are they getting the all this after. money? Yeah, but didn't I tell you how this, how all these mergers are going to go Yeah, like Pac-Man. Yeah. But also, they get all this money because people have to understand mm. that they are over 200 million people in the world. Mm. If you get, you can get one dollar from everybody, but these people don't have one dollar from everybody. They have 200 dollars. From everybody, based on their subscriptions to mm-hmm. what do you call it, Direct Whatever TV. Whatever And Direct yeah. TV owns all the Direct everything. And it's going up. Direct TV is the main dog who's owned by the main dog, but Direct TV owns all the the disc you see out there. You know, disc, disc, discat, discat, discat. Mm-hmm. It's all a subsidiary of that because once they took over the disc world, 
They took it all over. So it's amazing. You would not even know today who owns what mm-hmm. and who owns who because they both wake up in the morning and they just do what they do. It's like if I, I want to buy. I think they all wake up in one big bed. I think that if I want to. All right, what are we going to do today? They got money to the point now where the way people come over here, different foreigners come over here that are trying to eventually get a 7-Eleven and there's nothing left, what they'll do is they'll go buy a old little mom-pop pharmacy. You've seen that before. Mm-hmm. We just open up the briefcase. And they said, no, don't touch nothing. Leave everything. Well, whatever. no, no, don't empty the shelves. We're going to open until Monday morning. And they said, it happened around the corner from me uh, in, in, in a Jersey aspect. Uh, one time, this uh, store, this convenience store called, uh, they were popular, uh, but they, the, the, the Middle Eastern people came over and brought the store, and they called it the Tranchy Fried. And when they brought it, told them, don't touch nothing, don't touch the cigarettes. How much do you want for everything? Mm. The hinges the on the door. inventory and everything. Everything, because mm-hmm. these people come over with a bale of money. Mm-hmm. And all they want, they want, they open up that bale of money because they don't want to do no building. Mm-hmm. They don't want to take the time. Why would you want to take a time to, to build yeah. a building with contractors when you could just come right, and, just buy, and, the and yeah. buy a building already? And mm-hmm. the inventory, you already, now you reorder inventory right. based on what's selling. Right. She's saying, don't even think about coming after me. Right. 
Well, they haven't come after her yet, but now that they know it exists, saying in the event that NASA wants to try it, oh, I already got a lawsuit in place to block them. Oh, my God. Because she's saying this is her moon dust legitimately. Mm, mm, mm. She can do whatever she wants with it. Exactly. Back up. She's saying this is not stolen property. Uh-huh. So if NASA wants to come knocking on her door, she's got lawyers in place to fight mm. to keep that dust <laughs> in her hands. All my life. All my life I had to fight for my moon dust. <laughs> so anyway, that's the gist of that story. That's funny. It's almost like a weird news. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of weird. Um, I have one here. Now, this is kind of crazy. This judge won't give a Texas woman... Uh, Judge won't give Texas woman sentenced to five years for illegal voting a new trial. He won't. Oh, he won't give her a new trial. Right. Okay. She's voted illegally. Uh-huh. You all right back there, Papa? You stirring up back there? Okay. All right. Mixing up cocktails. I see. Uh, he, he mixing up this uh, fire in the sky. Uh huh. Number three back there. It was number two. Okay. Yeah, number three. There's no knives in the commentary. Okay. Oh, watch yourself. It's kind of complicated, but check this out. A Texas woman who was sentenced to five years in prison for voting in the 2016 election mm-hmm. while she was on supervised release won't get a new trial. Her name is uh, Crystal Mansion Mason. I'm sorry. Voted in um, Tarrant County with a provisional ballot in the 2016 presidential election at the instance of her mother. Insistence of her mother. Okay. Mm-hmm. At the time, she was on supervised release after serving jail time related to a felony tax fraud charge. Okay. Texas prohibits felons from voting. So even while they are um, on probation, she can't vote. State District Judge Ruben Gonzalez sentenced Mason which is, they say later on in the thing, that she's black, to five years in prison in March, even though Mason insisted she didn't knowingly vote illegally and asked prosecutors why she would want to jeopardize her freedom. That makes sense. But why are you asking to vote? Say your ass, why you got to vote? Since her sentencing, she has been um, out of a $20,000 bond, she also requested a new trial, saying the court had not fully explored evidence that showed Mason didn't know she was ineligible. Mm-hmm. So they said she's black. Okay, what they got? I guess is what all white area. I guess has a case that stands in stark contrast to a white justice of the peace in the same county. Mm-hmm. He pleaded guilty to turning in um, forged signatures to get on the ballot but was sentenced to five years of probation. Wait, wait, hold it. So you're saying in the same county, mm-hmm. a white man mm-hmm. falsified signatures so he could get on a ballot to run for some kind of office, and all he got was five, five years, years of probation. probation. Mm-hmm. She voted mm-hmm. not knowing that she was not supposed to vote, mm-hmm. and this judge wants her to do five years of jail time. Mm-hmm. That sounds like black and white shit to me. And that's sorry. what it sounds like. I'm just trying to make sure right. I understand. They they always want to try to stop us from voting. So the white man got five years of probation. Right. The black woman gets five years of jail time mm-hmm. because she voted not knowing she wasn't supposed to. Mm-hmm. And this man falsified signatures so he could get his name on a ballot. Mm-hmm. 
Now, let me finish. Okay. So her attorney, Allison Grinner, also said she would argue that the Texas statute blocking um, Mason um, from voting is inconsistent with federal law that allows people to cast a provisional ballot if they believe they are eligible to vote. The state can later block that ballot from being counted if they determine the person was, in fact, ineligible to vote. So So she can vote, but if they find out that she's ineligible, they will scratch that vote. You know what I'm saying? So then that should have solved it. That's what I'm saying. It it what in what plus and plus and minus minus with math or whatever mm-hmm. it it cancels itself out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm just saying if she voted and then the state went wait a minute she had a felon on her record right. felony so right. she should not have voted. Right. Why didn't they just scratch her vote? Why did hey. she vote for five years? That's what I'm saying. That is insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Pop Diddy, am I? Are we missing something? Yeah. Because her black boat could have put the election over the top. Is that what it is? It was a presidential election. Mm, mm, mm. It wasn't like, you know, Trump won by one vote. Mm, mm, mm. That's some craziness. She voted for Hillary Clinton. Well, she (laughs) didn't so it didn't matter. (laughs) Uh, That judge's name, I want to make sure I got it. Was it Ruben Gonzalez? Yes. Okay. He's on the kiss it list. Okay. Because apparently he has a problem with this black woman. Or black women in general. Or black people in general. Or black people in general, something. But you know what? I I have to go back to what um, I'm just going to say this and we can move on. What Steve Harvey says, you have to be careful who you vote into office Mm -hmm. because it starts from the bottom on up. Everybody just keeps looking at these big judges, Supreme Court judges and stuff. But look at this little judge here. Look what he's doing. Yeah, that's true. This woman, she's black, and she just, okay, made mistakes. I think her thing was she just really wanted to vote. She didn't know if she was eligible or not. She said, I want to vote. I've been in jail for who knows how long. I want to vote. Mm-hmm. You know, we fought for so long to vote. And that is, that is the case with all elections. You know, I know uh, I ride through Maryland sometime, and I see they have a they, they have uh, something going on in an area called Prince George County. They have all these people voting, all these people running for election, and all the paraphernalia that's lined up is everywhere. Oh, but sure. who's to say who's the better person? You know, there's certain names that are kicked around of people that are popular or who may have big right, and that's what people don't do. Right. People go yeah. on the popularity, like Eddie Murphy said, the name you know. Mm-hmm. Vote for the name you know. Mm-hmm. But somebody may be popular, but they may be lacking and never done a budget before. Oh, sure. And people say, oh, but she's great as a, she's a prosecutor. Right. But she don't, don't squat. She relying on other people right. to do her budget work. Right, right. You gotta so do you got to look, you may mm-hmm. want the person that won the election be the budgeteer. And the person that got the less amount of money in the, the election sometime is the one that got the most experience. Right, right. People, the name on that little thing, they got the smallest little cardboard one. Mm-hmm. And the one that wins has got the big old sign. Right. That's true. You know, and the so way you say, oh, wow. Which sometimes has the most signs. So you're saying big ain't always good, huh? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't say Size that. Size doesn't always I didn't matter. say that. Okay. Well, anyway, all right, let's last. wrap up this last story. Come on, Papa, we got this last story. Oh, y'all rushing me now. No. No. We don't want to wrap up the hit it. Mr. Connor, Okay. Um, kiwi. Kiwi. 
<laughs> Elon Musk B- Boring Company. What is Boring? What, what That's is his company. Boring. Yeah, it's a company called the Boring Company. I don't want to Boring Company why. to yeah, build high-speed uh, Chicago airport link. Mm. Okay, now where does this link go? Mm, let's on read the Chicago about Chicago airport. It goes to from where? somewhere downtown to okay. Chicago. Okay, all right, let's read along. Let's go to Rocker Room. Okay, come on, Rocker. Okay, <laughs> the plant system, uh, for all you <laughs> old folks in the room. Oh, I see Tommy and Billy and Irene. Oh, anyway, the planned system known as the Chicago Express Loop will carry passengers in battery-powered vehicles through tunnels at speeds of up to 150 miles per Ooh, hour. Oh, yes. <laughs> let's go. Damn, really. Woo. What are you, speed junkie? Yes, let's go. It will link downtown Chicago with O'Hara International Airport. Oh. Yes. That's what it does. Ooh, According to Boring Company website, its its service will cut the journey time to 12 minutes. What? Which would be three to four times faster than existing transportation systems that uh, serve the airport. Wow. Okay, uh, bringing Chicago's economical engineering closer together will keep the city on the cutting edge of progress, create thousands of good-paying jobs, and strengthen our great city for future generations. I hope these, these jobs come out of Southside Chicago to stop all that crap. Okay, Mayor, uh, what's his name, Emmanuel, Rome yeah. Emmanuel, said Thursday, yeah, I thought he was, he's still married, damn. Mm-hmm. He's almost like the, the, the other family. So Thursday, in a press release, that this uh, transportation project will help Chicago uh, write the next chapter in its legacy of innovation and inventions. It's unclear how long it will take the uh, must system to be built or how much it will cost. Mm-hmm. Experts have uh, reached... Uh, Concerns over the financial uh, viability of a loop transportation system, as well as uh, potential environmental and legal challenges. All right. So the board company says that uh, it will shoulder the financial burden of the project, wow. which will be 100% uh, privately funded. Yeah. Now, note that whenever something's privately funded, those private people want to come back and get their little whatever when it's after it's built. Okay, so watch out for the private lurks. Mm-hmm. They're the people you see where the lights are turned out and all you see is their eyeballs. Okay. <laughs> the city is asked, it is, uh, it asks us to design, build, finance, operate, and maintain the system. Musk's plan beats out competition for other bidders. Yeah, corruption is already there. <laughs> okay. okay, O'Hare Express, the LLC. Why well, I got to be correct? Uh, no. Well, because there's no other bidders. They told him to stand back. The fences are lined with yeah, mm-hmm. All right, Musk uh, announced last month that uh, it has uh, nearly finished building the first uh, strength of the tunnel there, the first stretch of the tunnel, excuse me. He said that the public will be offered free rides on a loop Yay. service in the coming months if the company receives regulatory approval. Oh, boy. All right, the plant Chicago system feature what the company calls electric skates, mm. which are vehicle based on the Tesla model, X SUVs, same thing, uh, 
They are designed to carry between 8 to 16 passengers, or about being a vehicle, okay, or a single vehicle passenger for the uh, ones that don't want to deal with black folks or people of color. Anything, they have single passenger vehicles as well. All right, it said the skates will be mechanically uh, conformed to a concrete track within the tunnels and operate under safety approval issues by both federal and state agency. Yay! I can't wait. They're talking about doing nothing in D.C. and L.A. You get in the cab. I heard about get L.A. I haven't heard of it. chair and go whoosh! Because they're talking about from here to um, uh, Baltimore in like 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if they've broken ground or not, but he's he's instrumental in, in those other two cities too, D.C. and L.A. Yeah, I've forgotten about that. I do remember hearing that. Mm-hmm. Some kind of a corridor between mm-hmm. D.C. So and Baltimore. They say Prince George County's complaining because they said it won't stop there. I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to have you want to have speed, you got to leave out the little man. You uh, know why it's not going to stop in Ward Nine? Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, we're going to take a quick break and uh, we're coming right back with Papa Didi and what's popping mm-hmm. right here on the Pajama Party Show. Uh, let's see. You got time? We got about what thirty seconds or so. You got time to call a friend, tell somebody Pajama Party Show is on the air. And we will be right back. This is the Pajama Party on Blog Talk Radio. The Pajama Party is produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment at www.dchomegrown.com. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the Pajama Party crew and you. So pick up the phone and dial 914-803-4306. That's 914-803-4306. 4306 and tell us what's on your mind. There's a big fluffy pillow reserved just for you at the pajama party, so call us now. And remember, it's PJs only, no clothes allowed. Pass it on. Log on to www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner or call 914-803-4306. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the pajama party. Is it tea time, darling? All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. Red wine. I'm eating as usual. <laughs> Why, darling? Why? I'm having some delicious, uh, what's this called? Kiwi. 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 Mm-hmm. Very good. It uh, comes in a burlap bag. What? I have to cut the burlap. Oh, my goodness. It's all hairy and <sighs> beastly. Okay. But underneath it is a elegant... Um, is that your topic for Maybe that's topic? <laughs> Well, I'm going to be talking about sugar and how to avoid it. Okay. So. Well, let's talk about what's popping. What you got for us What's popping today is let's contain the sugar quest. Mm-hmm. And let's just see how much we're being victimized in stores, mm-hmm. counters, Strip malls, restaurants, and everywhere else. Oh, oh, there mall. needs to be, and I, I emphasize this strongly, there needs to be regulatory, regulatory demands put in place to knock down some of the sugar in these products. Because if you're dealing with any type of diabetes, high sugar, or the doctor tell you to cut back on your sugar, it's, it's almost impossible to do. Everything in this world is linked. And then the sugar monster is almost like the, it's like the crack dealer. 
everywhere you go. I was in every store I went into today. I went to Staples today, right by the counter where you pay for your product. You being getting something electronic. You being getting a, a printer or some ink or some whatever that they sell, a lounge, a chair, whatever you're gonna get. But right there by the counter, there's a refrigerator that has sodas and things like that and water. And next to it, there's a candy counter that has everything: uh, Russell Stouffer's chocolate. All kind of little gifts you can get. There's a Russell Surfer that's a happy birthday. Flip it upside down. The sugar in there was 217 grams. Wow. All right? That's enough for you to melt it down and mainline it. It's crazy. <laughs> Even stuff that they showed in there on that same counter. I watched the counter because it, it, it tries to compete with things and go down and down and up and up with the sugar or the cholesterol or the overall sodium. To read the labels nowadays, it's, it's, it's as scary as driving and look at the crazy people in your rear view mirror coming at you, behind you, the way people drive. The sugar distribution is just crazy. There's nothing you could do to stop it. You go into a store, a little breakfast place or a little deli to buy something, a breakfast sandwich or what have you, and they have their refrigerators over there with all their little products in there, and they are loaded in sugar, soda, you name it, the juices, everything is, you know, so that for people that aren't paying attention to the sugar level, that actually means that your your junkie and your addiction is being satisfied all day long. And you don't even realize it. When you grab for something like a little snack or whatever the case may be, you're feeding into the piper. You really are. We're all we're all victims of it and uh I think the sugar is the biggest natural high that people maintain all day, every day, and don't realize until you go to the doctor, and the doctor looks at your, your blood sugar levels and says, damn, you know? And in my case, like I said, I, I develop a, a, a uh, what's called a fungal tissue in my mouth from from the, uh, the pre-diabetic uh, or borderline diabetic thing. It's all the sugar that's in your body. And you go to bathrooms minute after minute, time after time, because this is when all your other functions are still working because when your bladder fills up with sugar water, it wants to piss it out. That's not what they do. The bladder is usually a fine stream that's built from God inside your body, a temple. But when sugar water drips into your body, your bladder says, what the hell is this? And it can't wait to shoot it out your damn, you know, and you piss it out. So if you got, and also one more thing is when you do urinate often from having too much sugar in your blood, if you look, if you look at your urine and you should look at your urine and your doo-doo, don't be afraid, it belongs to you, came out of your body, you know, check your doo-doo, see if it's brown, black, red, blue, whatever, you know, and the same thing with your urine, when you pee from having a diabetes or high sugar level, your urine will be bubbly like champagne, like champagne, literally, you look at it and you say, Damn, did somebody just pour a bottle of champagne in the toilet? No, it's the sugar water mixed with the regular water, really making a bubble sensation like anything else. Like when you pour a you pour a little bit of a Dawn dishwasher liquid and water and cut hot water on there, it bubbles up because the water has now received an additive that makes it do something different. And this is just what it is. So your body's telling you something all the time. So if you feel like your sugar's high and you you're starting to swell in your mouth for you because the sugar wants to go somewhere, so it goes in all your soft tissue. So watch yourself. It's 
just want to lay it on you about that sugar thing. It's just, it's just watch it. And always when you buy something that's sugar content, try to get single digits, nine and below on whatever you consume on the sugar. That's grams. Now, if you get, you know, MG, which means, uh, you know, your, what are you, micrograms, your milligrams. Milligrams. Milligrams is a lower level. So if you see something milligram, that's good. Milligram is a low, level lower than a gram. You know, just think about your when you used to smoke pot back in the seventies. You made your little ounce bags and stuff. You know, how much is a gram, milligram? Your nickel bags, your dime bags. It was your Miller stuff, and then you go up to your gram where you made your ounces. Everybody in the seventies knows exactly what I'm talking about. Anyway. Okay. But. Uh, Red wine kettle. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Why are you going to call it but, but in all seriousness and actuality, you know, watch your sugar, read your labels, read your cholesterol numbers and everything. Try to stay low. Don't do double digits. Damn sure don't go into 20s. If you turn a, a Mountain Dew, 27 grams. Uh, even a um, Gatorade. People drink, oh, sports drink Gatorade, 37 grams. I got this stuff memorized. Wow. And I used to eat Tasty Cakes and all kinds of stuff. And uh, I lost about 15 pounds because I went into a real shell shock from uh, sugar. But now I'm hurting because my fat tissue needs to be rolled and needs to be satisfied and rolled out now where I've been containing fat pockets and heat pockets. And, you know, I'm up here rubbing myself like, you know, like a woman going through Ooh. menopause or whatever. Oh, but, uh, Lord. But anyway, <laughs> this is my segment. Why am I being interfered? Did I leave the door open on the red wine side of the room? Oh, my God. Anyway, but in all seriousness, watch the sugar. Watch the sugar. It's a daily drug that we don't even know we're being, that we don't even know we're consuming. So please, if you don't want to be Tresiva ready, like the commercial says, singing that Tresiva ready, you don't want Tresiva. That means you are permanently a diabetic and you're just popping pills and shooting insulin for the rest of your life and you got to put your own insulin in you now. So maintain it so your body can supply its own insulin to extinguish the sugar fires. All right? Just a little tip. Okay, All right, You got a new shingle? Yeah. <laughs> What's up, man? Take an appointment. Come and see the doctor. The doctor is in. But that's interesting because that's that's what happens when you go through things. You you, you can able you can be able to share those things. And yeah, you need to share it. Yeah, yeah. Cause Don't hide it. Because you might be able to help somebody else. You know. Exactly. You just never know. And I'm eating. What's this called again? Kiwi. Kiwi. <laughs> Kiwi. Dipping sugar. But you know, one of the things you were talking about reading the labels. Um, mm-hmm. with the milligrams. Now it takes ten milligrams to make one gram. So, I I forgot where I was going with that. But anyway, I was going to say that what I've noticed is that when I try to read a lot of these labels mm-hmm. on various products, they make that print so small yeah. that unless you have, like, 20-20 or whatever is better than 20-20 vision, mm-hmm. you can hardly read that stuff. And yeah. it makes me feel like they don't want you to see it. Yeah. They put it on there because right. they have a legal requirement. Right. And I'm glad that requirement went through. So whatever lawyers or whatever judges that approved, because labels weren't always on stuff. That's true. But whenever that was approved, maybe about maybe 25 years ago, because time flies, mm-hmm. I am so glad that that happened. Now let's make sure the labels tell the truth. 
Yeah. Don't put label. Don't put numbers on there that you think. Because in most cases, people that that have high sugar or diabetes, as soon as they find something, they buy it immediately. And also, too, to to the public out there, once you're experiencing high sugar, your your bills in the grocery stores are going to get a lot more expensive because it's a lot harder to find what you need. Mm. And yeah, when you well, get it now, you always cost more. Yeah, it costs a lot more. You you. And your I just want to add this one last thing: is when you're reading those labels, make sure you notice the serving size because a lot of times when you read those labels and it says mm-hmm. it may have 10 grams of whatever sodium etc you have to read how many how much is a serving because mm-hmm. some things like a, a 16 ounce bottle of soda for example that may be considered two servings right so then now you got to multiply so if it says there's 10 grams of sodium per serving well, if you drink the whole bottle, you just had two servings. Yeah, so don't true. think you're just getting 10 grams of whatever. Right. Now you got to multiply that times two because you had two servings. Right on. So that's the stuff that a lot of times people miss so easily because we read what's on the label and take it as that's what it is. Right. But now you got to do the multiplication on the serving size. But sometimes you just have to just take oh, a smaller geez. serving. I mean, look at... Um, you know, my, my vice is potato chips, and I had to learn I can only eat, what, maybe five or six chips. It's hard. You know, it's like Lay's. It's hard to just eat one, but um, you have to start eating in moderation. Well, that's what I'm saying. When you read what's mm-hmm. on the, how many right. different things are in there, right. the sodium and mm-hmm. the fat content, the carbohydrates mm-hmm. and all that stuff, right. Right. it may say it's two and a half servings in this bag. Right. But if you don't read that, you just read what's on the label and mm-hmm. think, well, I'm going to just eat this bag, mm-hmm. and you think that's all you got. But what right. you got was two and a half times. There you go. So, anyway, but, all right. Well, I'm going to slide into the weird news. Okay, we're going to lighten it up some more. Yeah, we're going to lighten it up. Come on with me. And I'm going first with the weird news. I got a story about dead cockroaches. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> this is out of Corpus Christi, Texas. A South Texas woman gave a small bag of dead cockroaches to a city official to protest newly planted palm trees that she blames for unwanted bugs in her neighborhood. Mm. Patricia Palastri on Tuesday told the Corpus Christi City Council that she has seen more rodents and unwanted insects, including cockroaches, since the palm trees were planted. Mm. Now, this woman lives on scenic Ocean Drive, blah, 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 <laughs> also complained that the palm trees block her view of the Corpus Christi Bay. Wow. So she's saying, now you got bugs, we got rodents, <laughs> and now I can't even see the freaking view. Oh, man. I can't see the bay. Mm-mm. So she wants it to go, you know, make them move these trees. Right. So, and this woman is a college instructor. Mm-hmm. She gave a plastic bag of... <laughs> of dead cockroaches to the city manager, Keith Selman, and asked them to reconsider the landscaping, which includes more than 150 palm trees Mm -hmm. that have been planted. So, so far, the council members have not taken any action on the remarks or the dead cockroaches that she brought to the meeting. Oh, my God. Okay. No cockroaches. All right. Well, these are the neighborhoods that they wanted, you know. Yeah, but she got there before those trees did, and now she's saying, look, y'all well, messing up. She got there, too, under protest of people that probably weren't allowed to move in those neighborhoods, and now. Well, I got a good one. Since Papa Diddy, he's, he's, he's um, busy um, eating whatever that is. 
<laughs> okay. Peaches going bad. Um, don't get Red sick. wine brought these peaches. Don't get sick. All right. Um, this is the Fireball Whiskey. Mm-hmm. It was all over the interstate of uh, Arkansas. Pulaski County, Arkansas. A fiery crash involving two 18-wheelers shut down the interstate in central Arkansas and left the roadway covered in fireball whiskey. This happened Thursday morning. The crash happened about 10.45 a.m. Dang, I should have been on the interstate. On Interstate 40 West between Galloway and Kerr in Pulaski County. The department reported... um, at 1.30 p.m. that uh, the left lane had reopened, but the right lane will be closed for a while for cleanup. Cleanup on oh, all the fireball whiskey. Yes. The department tweeted a photo of the crash that shows bottles of fireball cinnamon whiskey strewn uh, away uh, above the highway. Another photo shows the burned cabin um, of one of the rigs. God dang, they burned mm. things up. But well, that stuff is feel is flammable. Yeah, yeah. Looks like um, they'll be working this one for a while. The uh, Arkansas State Police tweeted. It says it's not the first time a crash has left an Arkansas roadway covered in food or drink. Mm-hmm. A crash in August left a um, truckload of spaghetti sauce <laughs> on US two seventy eight in Arkansas twenty four earlier that month. A tank um, car filled with bourbon crashed on I forty. In Eastern Kansas, hey. Arkansas. They've been having some problems in Arkansas. It must be some other roadways. It does kind of sound that way. Yeah. Spaghetti sauce. Mm. That must have been a mess. Yeah. I don't think nobody's getting no spaghetti sauce, didn't they? Mm-hmm. They had a shortage probably at the nearest market. Yeah. At the nearest food line. Won't be eating no Italian spicy meatballs that night. Uh-uh. Could you imagine going into a supermarket and all the damn spaghetti sauce ain't there? Like... What the hell is going on? Exactly. And they'd be like, well, ma'am, didn't you hear about the crash on Interstate I-40? I I guess they say, if you want spaghetti sauce, you better go out there with a shovel and get it. Oh, man. All right, let's keep it moving. What you got for us, Papa? You there, Papa Didi? Yeah, I'm reading this story here. (laughs) You okay? Okay. Let me get your head stuck in the exhaust pipe. Huh? Exhaust pipe? Yeah. Of what? Like of a car? Yeah, well, let's get a truck. Oh. A Minnesota woman had a memorable experience <laughs> at a musical festival last the last past weekend. Oh, good. But no one would blame her if she'd uh, rather forget it. That's a normal feeling when you get your head stuck in the truck's exhaust pipe for 45 minutes. Oh, wow. Her name is Catherine Storm. She was at a what's called a Windstock, like Woodstock uh, Country Music Festival. In the town of uh, Winstead on last Friday, when she decided to go where no, where few people have gone before. <laughs> okay. Her friend said that we were all just having fun, and I saw <laughs> this big exhaust pipe, and I was like, "Hey, my head could probably fit in it." <laughs> I knew some crazy. I tried I knew it. it. I knew it. It did fit. Oh. Okay. But didn't. But. But what I didn't know that I could not back out of it. Oh, my gosh. All right, so Storm estimated she spent 45 minutes inside the pipe mm. and said that she was finally rescued when firefighters used a power saw, according to uh, Minneapolis Station uh, WCCO. Good grief. 
Although she was unharmed by her close encounter with the inside of a tailpipe, <laughs> the Lloyd County Sheriff's Office <laughs> wow. cited her for uh, underage drinking, <laughs> according to uh, Associated Press. She was escorted from the festival when she was freed, but her exhausting experience lives on thanks to a video posted on Facebook. Oh, no. <laughs> we've, we've all been there, viewed it two, three million times on a Wednesday afternoon. A lot of people don't realize that, as serious as it was, she told the leader it was kind of experience where it blames on the, you blame on the Internet that we're going to get, that we're going to get some negative response and people see you. And she said that some people could be really cruel to stuff they said laughing at her on the Internet. Anyway. Well, what does she expect people to do? Who does that? Anyway. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the weird news. Ooh. Want to join the convo? Ooh. 914-803-4306. Press 1. If you dare. We're going to keep it moving and go down, I'm just saying, because I'm ready. Okay, come yeah, on. Don't do oh, okay. Oh, I thought y'all were going to say no. Ooh. They usually want to try to regulate me, but Uh, that's okay. uh, uh. I was all prepared to be regulated and handled. That's the word, right? Miss Nanny Proof uh, Bombay. Yeah, I thought y'all were going to handle me, but that's cool. Uh. All right, so I'm just saying tonight, my topic is it's the same old song. I'm going to go back to what we were talking about earlier about detaining those children, uh, illegal immigrant children. So, uh, Like I said, my topic is it's the same old song. The Trump administration's policy of separating children from their families at the U.S.-Mexico border has been slammed for its unnecessary cruelty across the political aisle. But this is not a new thing. I'm just saying it's the same old song with different music. That's all. A top Catholic cardinal called the practice immoral, and evangelist Franklin Graham called it disgraceful, as Attorney General Jeff Sessions and White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders attempted to justify it using the Bible. How dare they try to justify this level of what should be criminal as biblical? I'm just saying, it's the same old song. You've heard it before if you think about it. And as sad and shocking as it is to see nearly 1,500 Latino children housed in a building that used to be a Walmart decorated with a sketch of Donald Trump is not the first time that American leadership has endorsed the separation of families of people of color. Like I said, same old song. America has been a place where children are ripped and torn from the arms of their parents since the time of slavery. As soon as black children were old enough to work, they would be sold off, usually to a different plantation. And in many cases, these kids never saw their families again. Same old song. I'm just saying. Now, later, the U.S. decided to pursue a similar approach with the Native American children. They pulled out that same old song with a slightly different tune and sent the Native American children to government-run boarding schools in mass in the late 19th century. Now, I wonder how many people even knew about that. I didn't know about it. This was new to me. Now, this guy named Colonel Richard Pratt 
who founded the first of these so-called schools, believed that it would help Native Americans assimilate into the Eurocentric American culture. And just listen to that crap. Eurocentric American culture. He wanted to make them act more European. This guy lived by the motto, kill the Indian, save the man. You ever heard any crap like that? I've heard that he had a hard, I mean, I'm sorry, I have a hard time believing that America even took part in such an evil ideology. But when you think about how they bought into slavery, hook, line, and sinker, it's not a far stretch. It's mind-blowing to me that America calls itself the land of the free and the home of the brave, yet it behaves the way it does under the guise of the greater good. But greater for whom? The Europeans who want to run everything and have everything? Yeah, it works out great for them, but who else? The Trump administration's policy looks to me like the latest iteration of American leaders invoking government authority to keep families of color physically apart, and it needs to stop. We need to tell them that we're tired of hearing the same old song, and then they wonder why people of color have an issue with the national anthem. This is Red Wine, and I'm just saying, how about a new song? And this time, why don't you let us write it? All right. All I'm saying. Okay. Keep it up. Oh, oh, that's all. That's what you said. That, that blew me when I found out how they did the Native American kids. Talking about we're going to make them more Eurocentric. Send them off to boarding school. Take them from their parents, off their reservations, and put them in boarding school so we can try to Eurotize them. They don't want to do that. They're so used to their heritage. But they did it by force. That's the problem, you know. Say it. Anyway. Mm-mm. They want to do what they do. Woo, it's a jungle out there. Mm-hmm. All right. Make you wonder. Yeah. Yep, living under a bubble. Um, hit us tonight, 914-803-4306. You guys want to join the conversation or you got your own conversation going on? And press 1. Yeah, call us up and tell us what y'all are talking about. I think we're going to regroup after uh, Red Wine, and uh, we're going to come back with uh, Living for the City. Living for the City. We'll be right back. This is Beyonce. No! It's Friday night, so run and tell somebody that the pajama party is on right now, right here on WPJP Blog Talk Radio. Oh, yeah, this is how we do it. Call 914-803-4306 and press 1 to get in on the conversation. Or you can join us online at www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner. So if you want to give a shout-out, wish a happy birthday, hear yourself on the radio, or get your 15 seconds of fame, you need to call us right now on 914-803-4306. 4306 and press 1. How often do you get a chance like this? Hey, we're only on till 10 p.m. Eastern, so get on the phone and call us right now. We're waiting to make you famous, even if it is just for tonight. Don't be shy. Call 914-803-4306 and press 1. I'm going to stop by the bar, but I'll meet you back at the show. Yeah. 
All right, welcome back to the Pajama Party. One of your hosts, Papa Diddy. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you know, Red Wine, she promised to make us some chicken at night. Now she's trying to get out of it. It's been thawing all day. That was a task of the day. And, uh, you know, I got a resolve to call them McDonald's or, or, or Kentucky Fried Chicken. Maybe. They call Uber Eats now. Well, some Uber Eats. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's that's one, that's oh, yeah. I've never tried that. Yeah, that's nah, a little. Yeah, we can like, test that out. Yeah. I'm, te- I'm, te- I'm all tested out. I need to get healthy. What's the pizza? Yeah. Sugar. Uh, <laughs> we got pizza in the freezer. Anyway, uh, living for the city tonight. Um, let's see. You know, this is keep the same theme of that situation with the kids. I just think that um, I think it's going to get ugly because um, the sad part about it is that you you can't be the the person like Trump that regulates this thing going on with these kids, and then you expect people to go ahead and follow through with what you want them to do. You know, foregoing their own emotions about children because. The sad part about being a refugee or being a Katrina victim or being a, a victim of uh, Houston or anything like that, we all learn that when we get wet, we get dirty, you know, when we walk too much, we get dirty. And that's how people see us, you know, that's how people see these refugees. Half these refugees have walked all the way from, you don't, you never know, Argentine to, to something such. They've been walking for 10 miles. People say, oh, God, look how nasty they look. But if these people ever got the opportunity to take a bath, take a shower, some of these people, these farm people, some of the most beautiful people on the planet. I mean, if you take a look between the difference in the women in the Miss America pageant and see the women in the Miss Universe pageant, you ever seen a difference in them chicks? Ah, please. The distinct difference. That whole cast of 50 European women, boy. Whew. Makes them, that, that buttermilk on that Miss America side look crazy. But anyway, did I say that? I sure did. Look at that But anyway, I just think that this thing is going to get ugly because Trump cannot uh, arbitrarily, you know, dictate some things that have to do with it. And nobody's getting hip to it because they're being distracted by other things Trump's doing. That's why the world, I didn't even know about this. When y'all turn me on this tonight, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just go to show that Trump is throwing a lot of distractors and don't realize the aggressiveness that he's setting up in different pockets. And once these pockets get a sh- uh, uh, some light shined on them, it's going to be ugly. When they find out that 500 kids are gone, nobody knows where they are. But how can you lock up any America for any kind of child abuse or child abduction or somebody stealing their their, their child from the baby's mother? You know what I mean? You're contradicting the American laws now. You're taking kids away, but what about when a guy comes and he's pissed off at his girlfriend, he snatches the child and takes it to Canada or whatever, you won't put him in jail for years, but now you guys are down there taking kids just like a baby mama drama takes kids. You know? So it's, it's really deep. It's going to get ugly. I think it's going to get ugly. I think it's going to get bloody. Because, see, a lot of these foreigners can set up their plan. They can plan their work and work their plan. In America, you know, we all slousy and slushy. We don't come to work consistently every day. Every day. Even if people that do have a decent work ethic soon fall off and fall off and work and, and, and not do things the same. This stuff is not going to stay the same because after a while it's going to get old. It's going to get ugly. And it's going to get vicious once some of these 
these parents start coming back looking for their kids. Exactly. And the sad part about it was the kids forgot who they are because now there's the kid is young enough, two to three years old, you hold their hand and give them a comfort zone and keep feeding them ice cream and stuff like that. It's almost like giving a puppy a little treat because you want them to jump over, a, you know, over a little ravine in a, in a carnival. After a while, these kids can be trained to, like, you know, not even know who the parent was. Once you lose the smell, you know how animals are. You know, when the baby can't get on a nipple and he falls off, you got eight, you got nine babies in the litter and there's only eight fucking nipples. So after a while, one of them keeps falling off. And after a while, he look, he's weak, he's weak, he's weak. And the mother ended up killing that little child because he wasn't properly nourished. Only because it wasn't a nip for him, he couldn't fight for it, and he don't know no better. And that happens all the time in animals when it comes to the litter. So it's only the strong survive. That's some vicious stuff too. But how do we get there? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, that's true. Alrighty, <laughs> that's that six degrees of Papa Didi. Anyway, is that what it is? I need a new segment then. <laughs> okay. Ooh, but even but even that's all. Fun. All right, good stuff. I'm going to think about it. Uh-huh. I want to keep moving. Yeah, let's um keep it moving and go to the West Coast and hit the Hollywood rapper. Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, whatever. What you got for us tonight, Kelly? Well, well, well. The biggest thing is Miss Roseanne Barr. She can't oh, shut her damn God, crap up. Anti-Semitism. Huh? What? Is is hostility to prejudice or discrimination against Jews. It also means it's generally considered to be a form of racism. So, she says in her tweets that Roseanne is making the bizarre claim that her racist tweet about the former Obama White House advisor, Valerie Jarrett, was somehow a condemnation of anti-Semitism. It's still on the same page about race. But she claimed it has nothing to do with that. It was that lady wasn't Jewish. Right. She said it was about anti-Semitism. This is why my tweet referred to the anti-Semitism of the Iran deal. Referring to the nuclear agreement from which President Trump withdrew. Whatever pill she's taking, she needs to stop. (laughs) And her uh, offensive tweet that led ABC to cancel Bard's... show in May of 29, May the 29th, the fallen comedian wrote that if the Islamic political movement, Muslim Brotherhood, and Planet of the Apes had a baby, that this would be the result of it, which is this woman here, Valerie Jarrett. She's crazy. And I still don't see how is that considered anti-Semitic, because that lady's not Jewish. Barr also said she has been watching the documentary Malcolm X an overwhelming influence on the black power movement. It was directed by Thomas Muhammad, who she said called her immediately when her show was canceled. Thomas Muhammad has agreed to speak for me as he knows the work I have done in civil rights against racism. She puts in big cap letters all my life and understands my tweet was about Iran's regimen, not race. Barr says she also says she has been inspired by Kanye West's music. Oh, my God. She is really reaching now. Yeah. So everything, 
that she's doing and saying she's talking black now. Really? Roseanne. But Kanye is connected to, uh, but Kanye West is connected to Trump in a sense, where she's trying to still stay on that. She's fucked up. <laughs> Thank but, you. But her mind, her mind is not that strong from the beginning. Cause you remember, remember she was all tough, and then that boy came in and took her for a ride. What's his name? Arnold. Oh yeah, the guy she married. But, married yeah, but her name was Arnold for a long time. Right, but he, he went back to bar. He, he's been out talking about her too. So I mean, yeah, because yeah, he, he knows she's crazy. He got ready. He, he yeah. got away from her quick. He said, "I got to go." Okay, I'm yeah. I'm gonna move off of that story because she's getting on my nerves. Yeah, she mm. Um, well, six degrees separate separation. Kanye West. I'm talking about Kim Kardashian now. She did do something good. Kim Kardashian, Alice uh, Johnson. They finally met for the first time. It was time for Alice Johnson to meet the woman responsible for securing her freedom. Um, after spending 20 years of a life sentence in prison for drug trafficking, the 63-year-old uh, grandmother was released on parole after President Donald Trump, your president, mm-hmm. commuted uh, her sentence this month. It was last October when uh, the reality star first learned of Johnson's case and shared a report about her with um, her 60 million followers on Twitter. Wow. Seven months later, the two women came face-to-face for the first time in Johnson's home. Um, she does go on to say, because she was talking to Coda, um, I think it was today, on the Today Show. She did the interview. She had the first day of the interview. Mm-hmm. That um, Johnson, she didn't know anything about Kim Kardashian. She'd been away for 20 years. Mm-hmm. So she said once um, she found out that, you know, she was on Twitter and everything and she said she start, She got every magazine she could and just started reading about Kim Kardashian, who she was. So Kim Kardashian said it became this uh, mission that just didn't want to give up. Um, so I guess Miss Thing is, is an activist now. You know, she's getting into that. I mean, what else she got to do, right? Yeah, make money. Yeah. Mm. I guess she said I need something else to do other than make money. I guess so. Okay, I'm not mad at her. Um, Sylvester Stallone, I haven't heard from him in a while. Um, okay, what's he got going on? L.A. prosecutors said that their sex crimes team was reviewing a case against Sylvester Stallone. Oh, come on. Um, his uh, attorney says, my client categorically denies the allegations. <laughs> his his uh, attorney's name is Martin Singer. Adrian! <laughs> it's outrageous that the DA's office and PD would announce this information because it makes the public think that there's something there. Um, Singer said the woman who made that complaint had a consensual relationship with with his client in the 80s. It's not appropriate to try to ruin someone by doing this. Okay. So Santa Monica police said in December they were investigating a complaint that was made in November 27 regarding an alleged incident of sexual misconduct in the 90s by the actor. Come on, y'all. Really? So this is some more of that stuff that's like 20, 30, what's that, 30 years ago? Yeah. So California has a complex statute of limitations for criminal prosecution of sexual abuse, um, but offenses must generally be prosecuted within 10 years. So if you ain't got no damn merit within 10 years, baby, uh, it's tough to do. Why is this even in the news? Because they just brought it to the forefront, this L.A. prosecutors. Mm. Okay, um, Robert Wilson. This is the young lady that did the um, the uh, bridesmaids movies, uh, the blonde head chick, the heavy set girl, Robert oh, Wilson. Okay. Um, um, 
record damage award awarded in Australia um, because the defamation suit was slashed. So she filed a defamation suit in Australia, and they gave her um, a $3.5 million, uh, you know, payout. And um, for other things, a $454,000 payout. But they knocked that down to um, $37,000. And the other one um, knocked down to $400,000. So who is she saying defamed her? Um, This particular uh, magazine. Oh. Right. They published, they said the... um, the comedic actress won uh, a Victoria State Supreme Court jury trial ruling that German publisher Bauer Media defamed her in a series of 2015 articles claiming she lied about her age, the origin of her first name, and her upbringing in Sydney. The Sydney Morning Herald said the articles painted her as a serial liar. Wow. I was like, Are so you she's kidding? saying they lied on her about being a liar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah. one. Yeah, okay. but they knocked the um, you know, the amounts down and everything. But uh, that's my Hollywood rapper. Okay, then. Wow. So who was Rebel Wolves? The um, blonde head, heavyset girl that plays on the uh, bridesmaid movie. Is she the one that was from Pitch Perfect? Oh, okay. The heavyset girl, big girl. And. Uh, I don't see no what was that one, Bridesmaid? Yeah, Bridesmaid. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, her. Yeah. Yeah, blonde. Yeah. Looks like an old fat... Uh, That's not nice. It's almost like making... No, she, I was making a point. She, she yeah. reminds you of um, when a girl played in... The uh, one talk show host. Remember she played in that movie? Uh, oh, I know you're talking about Ricky Lake. Ricky Lake. Remember oh, she played okay. in that movie? Uh, uh, Hairspray. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah. Same character, right? Similar fat, type character. Fat and crazy looking hair. <laughs> okay. Hey. <laughs> All big right. hair. Don't got big hair? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well. No laughing. No more fruit for you. <laughs> you cut off off the fruit. The cocktail of the week. Mm-hmm. It's called the fire in the sky. Number two. Number two. What happened to number I one? I don't know what happened to number one, but this is fire in the sky number two. Come on with it. Now, this one, you got to be sober to make this drink. Mm. The ingredients are two ounces of Bombay Sapphire Gin. Uh-oh. Not the one from Canada. Manny Fruit. Not that one. <laughs> you passed up for real. Yeah. Two ounces of Bombay Sapphire Gin, one and a half ounces of Sky Vodka. Wow. One ounce of Blue Curacao. What is that? Curacao. Curacao. Uh-huh. You know, that blue uh, liqueur. Yeah. One ounce of the blue Curacao and a splash of 7-Up to give it a little fizz. Uh-huh. And then you're going to float some 151-proof rum. <laughs> then you take a match. And you, uh, wait, I'm skipping a step. Then you're going to put all of that in a, a shaker with some ice except for the rum. Mm-hmm. Shake it all up. Strain it into a cocktail glass, and then you float the rum, the 151-proof rum, on top. Just a little bit. Then you take a match, like a flambe, and light it. And it goes, and you get that nice flame on it. But don't drink it while it's lit. Uh-uh. Let the flame go out. That's just for the look. So you're going to blow that out, and then you can drink it. 
Always use caution with fire. It's a beautiful drink. Definitely something to show off if you're a good bartender. Do not try this at home if you don't know what you're doing. Don't burn up shit. Don't burn down your house. Nothing with the fire in the sky. But we will have the recipe for you on the website at apajamaparty.com. Click on the cocktail of the week and you can check it out. Uh, Papa wow. G, can you tell us about the Kiss It list? What is the Kiss It list? Well, that drink you just talked about, you need to <laughs> put your drink in. Any daytime appointments you got the next day, you better push it back to after 3 p.m. No, just cancel them. Yeah, I think so. Move it till the next Sapphire, day. Sapphire, vodka. Yeah. And then we just had a nice smooth thing at 151. Yeah. yeah, you float a little 151 on top. Yeah, put on fire. And put the match on that joint. Mm. Okay. As you lay in the bed that night, your liver. <laughs> oh my God! He's trying to figure out what happened. Your liver's in the shower trying to wash his ass. Oh Lord! Wait. Anyway, keep the list of the people in the world that did some dumb crap. We need to be acknowledged for it. They need to get a pen of honor. Okay. 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 Let's see. Um. I can go first because I got the official list for tonight. Okay. First on the list is Sarah Huckabee Sanders <laughs> and wow. Jeff Sessions. Oh, Lord. For trying to use the Bible to justify separating immigrant yeah. children from their parents. Well, now that's a good one. Next, we got Trump uh, several times, but one time for saying that he wants all his people, meaning the United States citizens, to sit up at attention when he speaks like Kim Jong-un's people do. Oh. He likes that. Oh, my God. Then when somebody questioned him about the statement, he said, oh, it was just a joke. I was just kidding. Oh, I'm like, yeah, sure you were. You that. want people to respond to uh, to you like you're some kind of dictator. Or yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, Trump again, for lying about the immigration policy, separating kids from their parents, saying that the Democrats are the ones who put this law in place and that they are the ones that need to change it. He lied. His administration oh, did this. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. The EPA and Scott Pruitt for mm. removing an Obama's, um, uh, Obama's clean water rule that protects drinking water for 117 million Americans. Mm. They've decided to roll that back. They've decided, oh, we don't need that. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what is going on with the EPA, but anyway, mm-hmm. they're on the kissing list. Rudy Giuliani mm-hmm. for calling Joe Biden a moron and mentally deficient idiot. Really? He just decided to jump on Joe Biden, talking about, well, if he does decide to run, he's an idiot, he's a moron, he's too old anyway, he's older than Trump. He's messing with the wrong person. I'm you know, telling you, don't mess with Biden. Don't go there. Uh, Roseanne Barr For her inability to stop saying stupid stuff on Twitter Also we got Target on the list today For selling a Father's Day card That had black people on the front And the words baby daddy Written across the front of these black people Then they later retracted the card And apologized for their insensitivity Yeah they're selling a Father's Day card that had on the front, Baby Daddy. But on the inside, it said, oh, to my husband and partner, yada, yada. No, you, you don't get to say Baby Daddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trump again for saying that America can sleep more soundly after his meeting with Kim Jong-un. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Trump again. <laughs> for calling the press America's biggest enemy after he had that meeting with Kim Jong Un. Um, the white man at a hotel in Pasadena for asking a black woman and her little girl if they showered before getting in the pool so that nobody gets a disease. Then he tried to claim he was some kind of health department official. Oh, my Lying. God. Are you serious? Uh, also, Trump's zero tolerance, tolerance policy for the illegal immigrant situation. Uh, the judge, Ruben Gonzalez, who will not give the black woman a new trial because she voted without knowing she wasn't supposed to. Uh, Catherine Storm is the lady who got her head stuck in the exhaust pipe of the truck. Mm-hmm. Got her on the kiss it list. Okay. Uh, that's my list. Anybody else? I think you covered everybody. Is there anybody else? Kettle oh. red wine. Okay. Uh-uh. Will there be another? That's it. The doors of the kiss it list are open. Will there be another? Once. Twice. Okay. Well, if there's nobody else for the list, we have a special prize for everybody who want a place on the list. And here it is. Kiss my empire ass. Kiss my Irish ass. You better kiss my Irish ass. This world kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. All right, we're back to the Pajama Party, uh, closing out. I'm uh, one of your hosts, Papa Didi, here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Uh-uh. <laughs> <Mm-mm. laughs> <laughs> too much. <laughs> What's your last word, Red Wine? Since you giggling over this. My last word is, I just want everybody to learn to enjoy life. Don't be judgmental. Don't be quick to judge. Do the right thing. Treat people like you want to be treated. I, you know, this situation with these uh, immigrant children being taken away from their parents, you know, that, that's just wrong. And I hope that the administration will start to see how wrong that is and reverse their position on that. You know, I think if they put themselves in, in that position, they would realize, how would you feel if you're trying to leave a bad situation and go somewhere where you think life will be better and then you get busted and they say, now we're going to take you away from your children. Because if the kids were born there but you weren't, you know, the whole thing, it's just wrong. There's got to be a better way to deal with that. So I don't know what that better way is, but I know this is not the way. So I really hope that they can find better resolution for that. And my heart goes out to the people who are being separated from their children. If somebody took my children from me, I, I think I I would feel like I had literally been killed. Mm. So I, I don't understand yeah. that, but 
Anyway, thanks for listening. We appreciate you hanging out with us. And uh, tell a friend, bring a friend. Over to you, Papa Didi. To me? Well, i just like to um, emphasize the health factor of things. You know, I'll be dealing with that over the next couple of weeks. As long as I'm feeling bad, I'm going to let the knowledge out on what people should know about things, you know, because... Uh, you got to take it down. You got to smell the roses to understand what's happening with you. You know, like believing in numbers. Go to the doctor. Go to the dentist. Go to everybody. Anywhere you can go. You know, your health is your biggest asset. And uh, don't lose control of it. <clears throat> so, and if you take the time to eat all these good foods you can eat, after a while you can treat yourself. Okay. You know, that's how it works. All right. That's it for me. All right. Well, my last word is just keeping family close. Tonight I did go to a memorial service. A friend of mine, good friend of mine, she lost her sister. So that's so important that to keep family close. Also take time for family, you know. Call family member every now and again. Send the card, even though it's snail mail. People like, you know, like still like cards. And um, I'll stop by and say, you know, I was in the neighborhood or I was just thinking about you. And um, I'm stopping by. How you been? You know, it's not all about self all the time. You you have to, you know, take some reservation and say, look, how you doing? It's not all about me all the time. 85% of the time is about somebody else. 15% of the time, sure, it's about you. But um, I think everybody needs to utilize that 85% of our life. And put it to somebody towards someone else. So that's my last word. Amen. All right. Well, thank you all for hanging out with us. Uh, you can check us out online at apajamaparty.com. Uh, special thanks to our parent company, DC Homegrown, for paying the bills, okay. keep us on the air, and keep the lights on. Keep the fruit in the pantry, the <laughs> liquor in the cabinet, kiwis, peaches, peaches, and everything they provide for us. Grapefruit, mangoes. Yeah, we appreciate all of that. Well, let me just say this. You guys may see a, a new lease on life on Papa Didi. He done lost a couple of pounds. Boy, you can't tell him shiggity. I know. He eating everything that ain't nailed down, but it's all good. He's, eat, he's eating the right thing. So when he said in his commentary, hey, listen to Papa Didi tonight. Any other night, maybe, but tonight, yeah, he has some good stuff. He's on to talk point. About. Yeah, he's on point. <laughs> All right, so we'll see you next Friday night, 9 o'clock Eastern. We'll be here. Hope to see you too or hear you too. Uh, is that it? We're out? Yeah. All right. Say good night. Red wine saying bonsoir until next Friday. Say good night, Papa. Good night. Kettle? Good night. We're out. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatanti, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Yabiko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night. Good night.